Boys and girls, it's Wednesday, halfway through the week already. It's dark already, even though there's a lot, a lot of clocks have gone forward or back. So, but it's all good. So, I posted yesterday a little picture of Yoda, and he says he got to let stuff go. So, we're not talking about Frozen here, although that is a great song. Terrible movie. If you want to comment below, I'll debate that with you. But, I'm talking about mentally letting things go. And how much of an impact that has on us. And probably now, it's coming to light with all the mental health issues. You know, the football at the weekend started a minute later. There's a lot more awareness now in the media. But that's great being aware of it. But what can we do to help? What can we do to ourselves to help ourselves? So, depending who you read, who you study, who you follow... If you want to go old school, you've got Sigmund Freud, who talked about the id, ego and superego. More recently, Professor Dean Richards, he's come out with his chimp theory. So you've got a chimp, you've got a human, and you've got a computer. Again, very similar. School of thought, different ways. And they all clash. They all clash. They all have different things. All want different things. And it's a constant battle. Day after day, hour after hour. Does one win? Does this other thing win? This wins what happens here. And it can be confusing, and we don't really look at it. And they said the other day, you know, what happens if you have an emotional injury? Now, we all know about physical injury. If you break your leg, you break your arm, you're stuck in a cast, you put two on the for six weeks, your bone heals, you go to physio, happy days. What about a mental thing? I'm not talking about mental disorders, that's a different cut of fish altogether. And way beyond my knowledge. But yeah, so you've had a big loss, say, job, partner. Big life change. And you know, you go, okay. How long do we take to recover after that? How long does that fester away in our head? How long does that sit in the background and have a negative effect on our daily life? Our physical goals, our training goals, our work goals, our life goals, and... We don't really know about it. So yeah, mental injury, you know, long term, if we don't address it, your body will adapt to stress adaptations, which I've spoken to about before, you know, the posts, and the long term damage of stress opens up a whole can of worms of illnesses and can, you know, have a negative effect on us without realising it. So what can you do? So first of all, talk about it, find somebody, have a cup of tea, sit down and talk to someone about it, whether it's your best friend, your mum, your dad, your uncle, whoever, your partner, just talk to them. And it can be lonely and you can't think, well, who's going to listen? There'll be someone there to listen to you. You know, they say problem shared is problem halved. You know, if it's really serious, again, you've got professional help you can go down. But yeah, have a chat, have a cup of tea. How often have you sat down, had a cup of tea and gone, yeah, feel a bit better now. Might be a beer, whatever, but yeah, have a, have a chat. Another good tip is to laugh at yourself. Now, you know, we're not the Joker. If you've seen that film, it's a good film. But yeah, laugh at yourself. How many times have you been in a situation at the time was the worst thing ever? It was dreadful. But five minutes later, ten minutes later, a couple of days later, you look back and go, huh. Remember when this happened? And I also look back at things I've done in the past and giggle. 
and that then your conflicting emotions in your head actually react better and go, oh, okay, that was funny. That's a good pleasure. You associate with that. It has a positive effect. If you focus on the negativity, it has a negative effect. But yeah, and then another thing we can sort out is rest. Now, there's a couple of different levels of rest. I'm going to go into a bit more detail now. But I've spoken about rest physically. Muscles repair grow bigger, faster, stronger, we lose weight, we feel great, happy days. However, mentally, we could probably hit that a bit harder and not realise it. So, first one is just rest. Rest throughout the day. Now, I speak to people all the time and they go, Charlie, I haven't got five minutes to breathe, eat, sleep, drink, do training, and la la la. Find that time. Whether it's your tea break at work, whether it's your journey to work, whether it's a school run, whether it's putting the kettle on in the morning, use these little times throughout the day just to have a deep breath, gather your thoughts and go, okay, happy days, moving on. Because you're at work, you're busy, happy days. And you just thought, mentally, you'll follow yourself. That's rest throughout the day. Find ways you can rest. Find, maybe do a puzzle, crossword, and just chill. Second one is recovery. So this is a bit more rest so 90% of us will probably be doing that now at home resting feet up cup of tea watching TV and this is a bit more rest long term gives us that more break gets us thoughts and or you could just turn around and say it's me time I want some me time I want a bath and a bottle of wine and some bubbles and ignore the world I want to play on my Xbox I want to Go for a walk. I want to go to the gym. That's your time. It's your time away from work, from all them stresses, and helping to rebuild. And then the third one is sleep. Now, we've spoken about sleep a lot, about muscle recovery and how it can impact on your fitness goals. I've spoken about if you have less than six hours of sleep, you eat an extra two to three hundred calories a day, catching up. So, physically, it takes its toll mentally it takes its toll any parents out there you know them first few weeks months of a newborn sleep drive is it's the hardest you know spoke to people in the military they say the first few weeks of basic training the sleep deprivation is one of the biggest hardest barriers to get over again if you've seen any navy seal documentaries they've got buds week or hell week and they don't sleep forever you know because they're hardcore but Obviously, that's extreme examples, but yeah. So, with the sleep, I'd say get a routine, which, you know, we're not five, and you've got to brush your teeth, have a wee, and read a bedtime story. But we're probably not far off that. Yeah, so have your routine, have a cup of tea, have do whatever you got to do. But so I'd probably say, first tip, take an hour off when you know. If you go to bed at 11, try and get to bed at 10. You know, even earlier. You know, get in a routine. Get nice and relaxed, nice and chilled, and enjoy it. And that's it, because the problem we get is, the rest and recovery, sorry, the sleep and recovery, kind of clash a bit, and this, if we're going to go to bed now, it's 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock, well, I want my me time, oh, I want to watch this Netflix time of currency, oh, I want to watch this, I want to do that, I want to, oh, I've got to quit my time, I've got to do it. Okay, sacrifice it for a night. Get that extra hours, Kip. You know, that extra hour, 
probably help us more than we can imagine. So that's probably my, so that's it. Even get up early, you know. Oh, I can't, I ain't got time. Get up 10 minutes earlier. Have 10 minutes in bed reading. 10 minutes listen to an audio book. Oh, there's lots of meditation apps and stuff we can listen to. Get yourself sorted. Find a way. And hopefully we can help you get better. But yeah, any problems, boys and girls, any more questions, queries, whatnot, drop in a message. Until then, until next time, stay strong, Kevin. You awake or is that snow or that? How are we doing boys and girls? It's Thursday lunchtime. It's a bit wet and miserable outside, but hey, that's what happens. So on I wanna say Tuesday or Monday, I asked you the question, if you could do one exercise, what would it be? I don't know if you comment, star jumps, squats, etc. Now there'll be some of you watching this thinking, well if I do one exercise I'd just go running or I would okay, that's what I think. I would go running or I'll go jogging or Swimming or rowing or I'll do a spin. That's great, good exercises. But I've wrote in about at the moment about if you're still on a desert island, what exercise would you do? If you only had one piece of equipment, what would you do? I mean, I personally, I'd pick some of the bigger movements squat, bench, deadlift, clean and jerks, high gabby, uh, deadlifts, farmers' walks, dips, pull ups. And you get onto the basic fundamental movements so it's great doing classes but what happens when you come to pick up your baby and put them to bed and your back goes what happens when you come and you lift up your shopping and you pull an arrow or you tear something or something just doesn't feel quite right so I'm getting a bit sidetracked but with the functional movement it was oh stand on this person but oh get this sandbag oh get this we're going to do this do this do this but we often neglect those movements that have a long term effect on us so as we get older you know I'm pushing 32 soon but you know you see the old deers down the gym the old deers doing the shopping you see the old gentleman you see your grandparents struggling to stand up out of a chair and pick little things up and do little things like this. So, if you're going to pick an exercise, like you, pick ones that are going to help us, not today, not tomorrow, but four, five, ten years in the, time, in the future. And we'll keep it going. So, I'm going to post a list of exercises to come in this video. Hi, my lad. A few sets of schemes. And just, for argument's sake, go into the gym and try doing a set of Five times five deadlifts, and then go home. Put all your effort into that. Go home. Next day, come in, do another body movement. Next day, come in, do something else. Have a rest, and see how you feel for a few weeks. 
I myself will be doing this training probably March-ish time, maybe April, depending on how my current training goes. And I'll keep it updated, I'll keep it informed. But any questions, any problems, till next time, see you next time, How are we doing boys and girls? It's Monday, first day back at school, so everyone's happy and kids are moaning because they're back at school and life is unfair. So, last week I posted a blog about how you start and end your day. Now think about it since I wrote it, I'm going to extend that to how you start and end your week. Same principle just over 24 hours or seven days so people hate Mondays Bob Gola for a song about it people moan about it on social media all day Monday 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 now with this modern world there's a lot of jobs that aren't Monday to Friday 9 to 5 even if it is 9 to 5 how often do you have to leave at 8 how often do you get back at 6 seven and then on top of that you gotta fit in your training your eating your sleep your kids your wife your boyfriend your girlfriend lover and all that jazz so what i'd say is whether you're an early bird or a night owl is get yourself ready get yourself prepared you know your shift pattern you know your breaks you know when you're working you know it better than i know it you can, I can give you all the advice and tips and tricks and everything that I've done and we can adapt it to your profile but you need to take a bit of responsibility so if you work at 6 o'clock in the morning or 2 okay do you do most of your prepping your training your activity obviously post 2 o'clock vice versa if you start at 6 at night do you do everything in the morning or the afternoon depending on how you sleep and what other commitments you've got you know simple th stuff like that so that's what I say you got to sit down and go I'll work here if you have a set pattern for breaks at 10 o'clock 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock jobs are good and I've been plenty of jobs where you might have a break at 10 you might have your lunch at 1 and then you're still scratching around at 6, 7 and 8 o'clock waiting for a delivery driver to turn up or you've had some more stuff come in that you've got to sort or something's gone wrong and Nine times out of ten, these aren't things we can control. But we can control at the start of the day and at the end of the day. What we do, what we don't do. It's quite easy to get up in the morning, scratch your bum, have a shower, put the kettle on, sit downstairs, watch TV, put the news on, put Raymond on, put, I don't know, nothing to clear on, or watch the wrestling now on BT Sport, like we did, or whatever. And then before you know it, an hour's gone by, we're still in our pants, and then we've got to rush to get ready for work. Woody rushing, we're already 
playing catch up and then you get to work or you get stuck in traffic or something goes wrong and you, you know you haven't done your lunch so you then you buy McDonald's on the way to work or you haven't baked a sandwich or little things just creep up on us get to bad habits then obviously that's not going to affect our training our performance and whatnot. so yeah have a write down when you work what you want to do even going to bed a bit earlier going to bed and get all stay up a bit later and getting your stuff done and getting up a bit later and you know when we start stopping up late because we got to get up early and we're having two hours sleep because of what not it gets messy now if we adapt that to our week again Monday to Friday is you know, generic standpoint now a lot of jobs you know like night workers starting on a Sunday night. Um, obviously, there'll be a lot of nurses and midwives watching this. Going, oh, I work all over the place, and yeah, I've had that conversation with a lot of nurses and midwives. And I know a lot of them, so they're probably going to kick me next time and see me. But if you know you're doing four nights in a row, but then after that you've got some days or some afternoons or something, then why not go? Oh, if I train up to the Monday night or the Tuesday night, I have them four nights off from training keep your diet good keep your rest good and then do whatever you've kind of eliminated that variable you've then put some rest in which you probably going to need if you're working nights because nights is hell especially if you're working one night and then not it messes you up so you can focus on your sleep you can focus on the kids you can focus on your diet and then when you get back to some you know you have a day off or well, after saturday got a day off i'll train or sunday i'm back on days i can train at six o'clock or whatever you might need two or three patterns. You might need two or three training routines and adapt it depending on what shift you're on. You know, I, for the past probably seven years, haven't trained that regularly or consistently on Monday. Due to jobs, I work nights. I used to work nights on Sunday. And then I'd have to drill at the fire station on Monday morning. And then I'd sleep. Because and that was it. That kind of set the tone. Or when I was working another job, I used to have to drill on a Monday night. So... If I was late leaving work, it'd be straight home, shower, change, shave, down the fire station. And then you got to be back up at six, so I struggled to train at nine o'clock at night, because I don't know. So then I've started getting the pattern of doing Sundays and Tuesdays. And then maybe Thursdays, or and then I've adapted that way. Now, some training programs out there will be over seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve days. Depending on what lifts you're doing, what competitions you're doing, what your goals are for that month. So again, it might not be a Monday, it might not be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday pattern, it might be a Monday, Tuesday, Friday pattern, it might be a Monday and Friday pattern, it might be six days a week. If you can do it six days a week, great. If you can't, down as you have to go well, actually I can't do this programme because it's physically not working. So that's it really boys. Good. So if you know, right, get your get your lunch ready, do your homework, get your kit ready, you know, set your alarm, make sure you're ready to leave that house with everything you need. You're not rushing, you're not being... Because we can't control the middle of the day. If our boss says we've got to work late, we've got to work late. If a machine breaks down, a machine breaks down. If we get stuck in traffic, we get stuck in traffic. You know, these are little things we worry about, but we can't control. So worry about what we can control don't stress about the other bits and the rest will come 
any problems, any questions, any queries, drop it below or message me and we'll get you sorted. Till next time, stay strong. Charlie Cayman.